This is a detail podcast. Stout, stout, drink and geek out. These are the beers I can't do without. Come on, I'm talking to you. Come on, stout, stout, drink and geek out. These are the beers I can't do without. Come on. I'll drink one with you. Come on. In COVID times, it's Indiana Stout Day. It's black like night, and you know they are here to stay. For podcast guys they surely are some geeky boys stouts can be dry just pour it in a glass and enjoy stout stout drink and geek out these are the beers I can't do without come on I'm talking to you, come on. Today, we are celebrating Indiana Statewide Stout Day. Hello and welcome to the Geek In and Drink Stout podcast. <laughs> this is a show where we geek beer and drink about it. Oh, that doesn't work. Almost. Yeah. I am one of your hosts, Dustin the Duke, and alongside me is Saf the Stout, and along with me is Keith the Stout King, <laughs> and not with me is Peo. Oh, pale. Uh, this episode is stouts. We are drinking stouts for the lovely Indiana Stout Day. Not to be confused with the International Stout Day, which is in November at some point. Uh, this one is 2022's February 4th. I think February makes more sense for a stout day. Yeah. I think any time between <laughs> November yeah. and March works yeah. for me personally. November is still too early. It's not cold enough out. It's not like even uh-huh. winter yet. I it's, drink them year round. But I mean, I'll take <laughs> five stout there. days a year. <laughs> yeah. One one day a month should be stout day. No, but this is a, a cool collab that, you know, all the, uh, the breweries get together in Indiana and really, you know, join forces and say, hey, let's team up. So it kind of shows that craft beer camaraderie. So it's pretty cool. Right. I am about 90% sure that I'm going to Sun King tomorrow. So I'm pretty excited about that. I'm definitely going to try to hit some of these other places uh, that have them or may have them. I know that there is a list of them, uh, but I like for sure going to definitely like position myself to be at the Sun King. Yeah. Some of these sound really good and we'll probably go through some of them a little bit later 
after we talk about our first beer, I guess. Yeah. Oh, today we've got beers from THBC, which is Terre Haute Brewing Company, Two Toms, and Black Acre, and I think that's it, maybe? Unless Dustin uh, finds I, another one. Yeah, I may have I may have one from an out-of-state that I might drink. There you go. Uh, but I, for I just For funsies. <laughs> we're drinking South, so we're just going to drink them. We, we drink for fun? <laughs> I thought this was business. <laughs> the, the Indiana ones are business. The other ones are fun. There we yeah. go. <laughs> it's definitely gonna be fun this 15 percent. holy schmoly <laughs> oh man yep so i'm happy we're getting some of these lower ones out of the way <laughs> yeah, hopefully got lower ones <laughs> <laughs> hopefully oh. your carpet is padded because you will be f- collapsing onto it later <laughs> yep yep pretty much so this first one uh that dustin and i are drinking is from Terre Haute Brewing Company, it's called the Velvet Cream Stout. It is 5.6 ABV, 26 IBUs. And the little blurb says, Don't wait for the cows to come home before trying this utterly amazing snout. And I said snout, but I meant stout. <laughs> Velvet Cream... That makes sense. It's a cow. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why. Because of the utter, utterly pun, I yeah. thought there was going to be another one. Velvet Cream Milk Stout is brewed with premium malts and a late addition of lactose for sweetness and a silky body. It's smooth and creamy and notes of hazelnut and milk chocolate. Uh, For those of you wondering or at least following along at home for our geek reference, this one is the Ballad of Ricky Bobby. It is the Wonder Bread car. Nice. The can, I literally was just talking to Saf about this off the show. I feel like we've... We've had a good selection of Terre Haute Brewing Company cans on the show, but they never really reflect that well on our yearly untapped uh, check-ins and whatever. And I think the reason – I think Saf brought this up. The reason why it's so memorable is because of how cool their cans are. Yeah, they're very stylish. Yeah. the I think one of my favorite ones was the the Citra Genesis, that, uh, the 90s dinosaur on roller skates. Yeah. Like in a Saved a by the Bell. Yes. <laughs> yeah. in his that was fun. <laughs> uh, but this one doesn't disappoint. It is kind of boring, though, because of the, the, the limited colors on this one. Uh, but it is a milk stout, and milk is white. And so yeah. there's a white can. There's a cow on there with wings. If, you know, if, if cows could fly, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> and they're kind of chocolatey looking wings as well yeah uh, but other than that the, the the backdrop just looks like a a wallpaper i guess I, with like the I same pattern an idea like an old milk carton with the the like kind of polka dot white oh yeah 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 i can see i that. can see that yeah. like really old like 60s or something milk carton style yeah and their uh, little slogan right here Drink beer from Indiana. That's what we've been doing. <laughs> that's what we do all the time. And they always have that's like our, a little image thing. underneath that that goes, and it's like a, a picture oh, yeah. of milk. It's usually something to do with the the beer. Citrogenesis uh, had style. a Game Boy, I think. Yeah, I thought it was a I thought it was a Walkman, but I guess it was a Game Boy. It could have been a Game Boy, but it's always it's always good. Like they they definitely do their thing with the can. I I do appreciate that. And the font is great. Like the, you could easily on this white background tell like what this is. It, mm-hmm. So, 
Yeah. And all the silver is reflective to kind of make it look yeah. like the can parts. So it's pretty cool. Just not super colorful. Yeah. Just not going to rave too much about the can. Uh, we have a beer also. Oh, yeah. There was beer inside the can. Yeah. I, yeah. I think our color palettes here are all going to be the same <laughs> for this <laughs> evening. <laughs> They're going to be in the yeah. dark range, in the stout area. We could be creative about it, but I don't think that we can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're not really talking like, about anything geeky this week to even like yeah. go along with it. So, Dark Knight? Night? Or Xenomorph in Space? Um, one of the like one good indicator for stouts is the redness that you would see at the bottom, and you barely see that. Yeah, there's not and much. So, there's a lot of tan head that I have on mine still. That's like the only color that I've seen. I barely had a head. Like it's just I don't know a great pour or an old can. I don't know. I think I've been. But ours are the same. I've been uh swirling it a lot to get the aromas because we're about to get to the sniff so maybe that's why possibly but yeah you could p- pretty much pick anything on the bottom row and be like okay with the the right. color yeah i was gonna say we could have thrown in a little batman or something to this dark knight stuff <laughs> <down here. laughs> yeah um it's not much on the nose it just kind of smells roasty to me yeah i was gonna say Smoky there's a I'm having difficulties wafting this. I did pour it up to the room. <laughs> the the can kind of has like a, a nut, but like a like a fresh nut taste, like almost like a planty type of. I think nut that's smell. the hazelnut. Uh, definitely, yeah, definitely like a the 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 hazelnut plus the plant that it came on. Smell. <laughs> Maybe um, I don't know. I want to say like milk f- smell, but it doesn't smell like pasteurized or anything. Mm. But it does kind of smell. Lactosey. <laughs> I I don't know. I'm getting a lot of smoke on mine. Is I think some of that smoke from Black Acre spilled over into this beer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I yeah. I'm not really getting too much on the nose. Uh, just a little bit of that here and there. I wonder what it tastes like. How about you take a sip and let us know? I'm very anxious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So yes to the hazelnut. Yeah, it's definitely nutty. Yeah. The the only problem that I have with this is I like Nutella, and so I get spoiled by thinking <laughs> like like hazelnut and chocolate, and that's not the case for this. I don't really get a chocolatey flavor to it. Hmm. Uh, definitely milky, that's for sure. Yeah. It's sweet. Mm-hmm. My nose tastes burnt, though. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Maybe it's that extra roastiness. You always get that usually with some of those yeah. notes. Yeah, it definitely is roasty. I don't... I wouldn't say burnt. Definitely roasty. Um, it's like they ma- toasted their hazelnuts or something. Yeah. Which uh, which glass did you pour this one into? My mug. Your mug. I'm in a I'm in a pint glass. I wonder if you've unlocked a little bit more than Maybe. me because I'm because I'm in the bell. Um, definitely don't have the same taste that I had in the smell. This one definitely doesn't taste earthy like I was thinking on the nose. It it. Definitely milk, definitely milky. Like it's yeah. sweet and yeah. milky. Yeah, I think that smoky scent I'm getting is translated into like a burnt flavor, but uh-huh. maybe it's all in my head. I mean, it could be, or it's the age of the can. That's possible. We've had this one. It was at the cusp of the removal date we had. 
I didn't quite remember when we got this. <laughs> yeah. but I, I know it's been in the fridge for a while. Yeah, definitely marked this one quite a bit. Keith, I see you have untapped ready to go. Yeah. I just wanted you guys to finish your discussion first. On Untapped, a total of 1,000 wins and 947 rankings. It comes in at a 3.79 average. So pretty up there. It's close to a four. Yeah, that's not bad. Out of friends that I have, James R., which I love his little photo because it's Mario jumping up and down on uh, Donkey Kong. Oh, uh, yeah. He, he gave on, yeah. on the girders. Yeah. He gave this one a four. And you guys have had this before, spoiler alert. And Matt Strobel comes in at a 3.75. He had this. And that's all the friends I got. I have one additional friend. Uh, Joe King. Uh, I don't know where he came from, but I will give him a shout out. Uh, I guess his name is P.P. Dickey, but he goes by <laughs> Joe King. He's just Joe King. But he's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's golly. <laughs> I didn't even yeah. notice. I got it. I'm like Joe King. I'm like, yep, he's joking. Pee pee. Pee pee joke. Oh, he's a troll. He's a troll. <laughs> got it. Anyways, anyways, I'm going to continue with this shout out because he actually, he toasts all my nice. check-ins. So he's at least active on, uh, on Untapped with that. And that's something that I could you know, probably learn and do better at <laughs> is uh, toasting people. But he checked this one in a few times. Uh, I think I'm going to just grab his best one, uh, which is 425. He didn't write anything, period. Hmm. But he bought it from there. So, and his picture has it in a glass. So, he, at like least he's into that place. Yeah. So... I've got an additional friend I don't think you guys mentioned, Black Yoda. Um, oh. He didn't give it a score, but he did say barrel age this, please. And I think that would be a good idea. Yeah, yeah I think that any oh. stout, any stout can be, be barrel age. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can say that about. I would 100% be on board with that. A couple of other folks. Um, Brian says creamy cacao with slight bitter coffee after notes. Are you guys picking up coffee? That could be some of that. Like that bitter coffee yeah, the flavor is that flavor I'm thinking. He only of. gave that a three point two five. Pretty low. Don't know if I agree with the cacao, but I do think the roastiness has a yeah. I get more nuttiness than anything. That's interesting because uh, Steve K comes in and says almost too sweet, smooth, and chocolatey. No coffee in this one. Hmm. Four point two five. I like how this is all over the board here. <laughs> Everybody's palates are different. Yeah, I wonder, like, different kegs or different years. Yeah, I wonder which version of this one we have. Uh, if we got this, like, their 2020 release yeah. or their 2019 you know, release or something. Because who knows if you buy if you buy on, at a store or, shelf. <laughs> yeah, who, how old that is. Yeah. And it doesn't say. I was looking, like, uh, after no, so you, I was looking for an, uh, a can date or something. I didn't see. Uh, I do agree that it's almost too sweet. But, yeah, that. Like substitute chocolatey with nutty, and I think that would be like the perfect check-in for at least for me. That's cool because uh, this guy that I just read, Evan, um, or Steve, sorry, got them all confused. Uh, he bought it his in Evansville mm -hmm. at the Wine Vault, so Damn. all over the state. I don't know if it's up here. I don't frequent the liquor stores that often anymore. It, they might have a couple up there in the old yeah. fort. 
You have to go to the actual port to find it. Like, well, since uh, <laughs> who's the the guys down there by you guys? Is it Big Red? I think they purchased Lebomoff's, uh Yeah, Captain Cork up here. So I'm hoping that the distribution from some of these indies will come up a yeah. little bit more north. That's possible, and uh, I think I find the the majority. Uh, and this might be a distributor thing, but the majority of the people's beers that I find come from Big Red. So you can get some Lafayette beers coming yes. your way too. I've never been in a Big Red that had a good selection. It's always just like Budweiser and hard liquor. <laughs> I say we know the Big Red, but we've never been in a Big Red. I've <laughs> <laughs> never been in him either. I'll have to ask Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Big Red was my favorite soda growing up. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. <laughs> the gum. It's like yeah. what? Red cream soda? Big Red yeah. gum. Oh, yeah, the gum too. I always got the double mint. <laughs> Who knew? You know, yep. being a twin and everything. I did love that commercial. <laughs> double the pleasure, double the fun. Right. It's just, it was like stereotypical. I was like, thanks. Why do you keep buying this, Mom? <laughs> I saw the commercial. What are you? Chew this. <laughs> I'm gonna stick with my old chicken. Yeah, I think so too. So we can, because I don't. It, the beer may taste completely different than it did back then, but I gave it a four. I still agree that it is a four, and f- for that I said fantastic milk stout. I didn't even mention the nuttiness or roastiness or some, any of that. So maybe I didn't notice it. This or maybe it was at a drinking event that I had lots of beer, <laughs> and that was just like a quick type because I didn't even take a picture like I usually do. Uh, but I do, I, I'm enjoying it. It is kind of like a sweeter, on the sweeter side, but uh, I, I don't mind that. It might fall into like the dessert beer category, uh, but it is a nice, I, I like the nuttiness. It's a nice change of pace. I also gave it a four, but I gave it a four in 2018. Yeah, that's the one I checked oh. mine into. <laughs> okay, so it might... It, it, might have been at a like a event because I sure as hope that this wasn't <laughs> canned yeah. that we got from 2018. <laughs> no, I, it's not the same can. There's no way. Yeah, yeah. There's I wouldn't have kept it that long. I've moved since then. So I think. Yeah, so. I was gonna say I didn't yeah. check it in, so I don't know. Unless it was something in India that you guys did. Yeah, it must have been because I was already here in 2018. Uh, but I don't remember what I wrote, why I wrote it for. I do remember drinking this one and enjoying it. Um, it is a little bit watered down right now, and it could be age of the can. Yeah. Uh, but it has a great, like, milk flavor, uh, or I guess milkiness. I want to say milk flavor, like milkiness it's like that to lactose it. lactose sugars. Yeah. It's sweet, but it's not overly sweet. And there's some earthiness uh, because of the hazelnut. I can get behind that. Uh I, I don't really know. Maybe if I tasted the chocolate more, that it would probably step up a little bit for me. Crank a little bit of chocolate into this thing. Give me some chocolate milk. Oh, geez. What, what do you guys think? Um, I'm assuming since you've had it poured recently, if you let it sit a little bit, because I know sometimes letting it sit, that sweetness might come out. Maybe that's why some of these guys are finding a little bit more of the chocolate. I don't know how recent you guys poured yours, so. Uh, this I poured mine just recently, so I can I'll yeah. put it I'll table it. Uh, mine's been sitting here about an hour now because I started drinking it when and if then that's you said the case. You were well, yeah, delay then. us a little bit. So and and it it, it has gotten sweeter now mm-hmm. that I'm getting towards the end of. I've, the I just class. noticed that before in the past, so I just thought maybe 
that would be something to look at. Yeah, I'd say about 25 minutes for me. So I'll table it uh, and then I'll just switch to my other one. Yeah. And then just chill. I do want to give one quick shout out, shout out to Jacob mm-hmm. W. I don't know if you guys saw this picture on Untapped, but I do love that. It's like very spooky and dark. Oh, that's oh, yeah. nice. Oh, it's just like, it's well done with his can. Kind of out in the forest and yeah, it's really cool. Caught my eye. Good photography. Yeah, definitely. I thought, I thought that was like a like a backdrop, but that's actually like, yeah, on site somewhere, which is really cool. All right. So as we said, um, this is celebrating Indiana statewide Stout Day. So in an effort to showcase solidarity throughout the independent craft beer industry, Indiana breweries are joining together in a statewide collaboration for the second annual Indiana statewide Stout Day on Saturday, February fifth, twenty twenty two. I guess we missed the first one. I think we knew about it too late. We, we Yeah, we didn't talk about it, but it was February 20th mm-hmm. last year, and that's when we got the Dustin, I, I think Dustin bought for me, the churro stout mm-hmm. from Sun mm-hmm. King, and that was delicious. I thought I still had a can that I was going to do <laughs> today, and I thought that would be like a great like yeah. closing the circle or whatever, but I, I must have drank them mm-hmm. all because they were delicious. Yeah, I uh, I. Literally last weekend or two weekends ago, marked that one as a. It's safe to get rid of this beer. Yeah, because it's because it's been in there. And then we're like, let's do a stout day. I was like, oh shoot, shit, I got rid of that. <laughs> but a year later, it was still pretty good. Yeah. So Indiana breweries across the state will feature stout style beers on tap in their tap rooms, and many are planning new beer releases on this day. Collectively, they unite to show the importance of supporting local breweries that have been impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic in the past two years. It is an important time for the Indiana craft beer industry to join together to promote independent craft brotherhood and sisterhood and our continued efforts to give back to the communities. So that's awesome. When I first heard about this, I literally thought it was part of the Indiana independent Indiana relief, mm-hmm. like same people. And that's why I got like super jazzed about it. And then I found out it was a separate thing. Uh, and that made me even more excited about it. Like, you know, if supporting a thing was awesome, supporting two things is even better. <laughs> right. And so I was like, cool. This this is great. Yeah, I think from what I read, it's like Sun King, Centerpoint, and maybe Mashcraft are kind of like the leaders. Mm-hmm. And then... Maybe it was their like brainchild or something, and then all these other breweries jumped jumped on board. Uh, right. If uh, if Setter Point has that statewide yeah. again, I'm not interested. Uh, so if you want to look at the participating breweries, we'll just like go every other one in around Robin style. I'll start. Center Point Brewing is bringing oh, back Jesus. the <laughs> Indiana Brewers Cup gold medal winning beer. Statewide stout brewed with cocoa nibs and vanilla. It's a perfect treat on a cold winter's day. Uh, yeah. yeah, we that's one we got last year. Yeah, this was part of the IIRF. This was one of their beers that they released. It, I didn't mind it on tap, but in the can it just didn't sit well. So maybe yeah. I had like a bad can. I can't remember. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe I will go back and try it again. But it's gold medal winning. But I, it it wasn't great. It was just kind of fine it wasn't like anything to get all excited about i don't know i remember i took a sip of it 
uh, a couple weeks ago when I was cleaning out the refrigerator. Oh, and I dumped the rest of it. Still good. Then. <laughs> yeah, I dumped. I dumped it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, this one sounds exciting. Gugman Haas. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll tap their winter camp out Imperial Stout on Saturday. Inspired by the iconic S'mores Treat. Oh, oh, I might have to go there tomorrow. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I might, have, might to. have to drive two hours. <laughs> I might have to, yeah. <laughs> it's brewed with marshmallow, cinnamon, chocolate, and molasses. Also, this <sighs> weekend, the catch favorites winter's or sorry, winner's milk jug stout and the Heige holiday chocolate imperial stout, Haas blend milk stout, and Mexican Ooh. hot chocolate imperial pastry stout. Ugh. Oh, oh we're running low. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> Why are we casting? <laughs> Why are we not there? <laughs> Bye, guys. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> They're probably closed by the time I get there. But damn it. Wowzers. Oh. All right. Well, I guess I was going to go to Sun King, but Allison, we're going to Gugman's. <laughs> Dustin, I got beers to give you, so I'll meet you there. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, up next, we have Hog Molly Brewing Company, and they'll be tapping Pickup Game Raspberry Chocolate Milk Stout, which balances Ooh. notes of chocolate and raspberry with a roasted malty finish. Brewed with lactose. And outs for just the right amount of sweetness and a creamy mouthfeel. Oh, think, that's a pale beer. I think that's oats. Oats. They had lactose in oats. <laughs> oats. <laughs> I, I forgot to turn on my Canadian. <laughs> it does say outs, but I think it's supposed to be oats. Uh, that, that's a newer brewery, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I don't oh, know who they are, but... They're uh, in Columbus. Molly. Yeah, they must be new because they weren't there the last time I was in Columbus. Same. They look like they're no. I was gonna say on the like close to Zigs, but they're like closer to thirty one. So as if you're going to uh, the four fifty, yeah, 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 exactly. Mm. As if you're going to the outlet mall, just keep going down uh, thirty one and get off right there. So perfect. I might check them out. I miss Zigs. I might go yeah. to Zigs. <laughs> Have the reason Definitely to go back. Not- Definitely not going to forfeit. That's one thing. If I wanted a slushy, I would just go to Tropic Smoothie and, <laughs> and get yeah. one of theirs. <laughs> I, I would I would stick a beer in the refri- in the freezer and then forget about it if Let I it wanted explode. a slushy. <laughs> Same uh, ABV. <clears throat> <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, next up, I mentioned Mashcraft. Uh, they have a lineup of dark at mashcraft three locations uh there's boris a russian imperial alex a raspberry milk stout the bourbon barrel aged coco d a chocolate stout with coffee beans zombie defense russian imperial infused with strange brew coffee strange brew. <laughs> and java sweetie sweet stout with coffee beans damn oh, shit why is this not a national <laughs> well, I guess it's a statewide holiday. Ugh. Uh Metazoa. This one might be interesting. Mm. It's not definitely it's not something that's gonna pull me just by you know reading this over, but I do like the uh puppy summer party. Yeah, that's a good beer. Uh so Metazoa has teamed up with Circles Ice Cream to offer puppy slumber party. I like the kitty summer party a little better. Mm-hmm. That's good too. Uh, yeah, KSP. What's up? So they're doing a puppy slumber party float. Mm. 
from 1 to 4 p.m. on uh, <laughs> Saturday or when I release this today. <laughs> uh, scoops are $5 and you can choose your flavor. Uh, cookie milk, puppy chow stout or chocolate meringue pie. Mm. Take home a pint of the puppy chow stout ice cream to enjoy later. I'll take that. Yes, oh, for please. Sure. While I'm at Sun King, I'll just go up the road. <laughs> right. <laughs> Puppy Summer Party is a sweet milk stout with hints of chocolate and roasty peanut butter. It's mm, good stuff. Uh, up next, we have Pax Verum. They'll be tapping their fresh batch of Fifth Dimension, their milk stout with chocolate. They'll also be pouring the Lythronax, their Mexican hot chocolate Imperial Oatmeal Stout variant. Ooh, I haven't had that variant. Ooh. They also have their Dark Matter Milk Stout with Coconut and Expand Your View, their Robust Porter with Bourbon Barrel Aged Chocolate Malt. Get the shit out of here. This is a porter. Porters are stouts. <laughs> stouts are porters from what I read in the history of beer. A variant. Um, yeah, I think the... Lathranox I had or whatever however you say it. I had the original and the ginger snap or something that, yeah, the, that yeah, the, Dustin the gave. Ginger me. cookie, yeah. Those are both good. So this is Mexican hot chocolate sounds amazing. Oh, absolutely. That's two Mexican hot chocolates I want now. <laughs> <laughs> uh next up, Quafon slash Big Woods. The beer of the month at all Big Woods and Hard Truth Restaurant Bars is Fool's Russian, a dark, full-bodied Russian Imperial Stout with notes of dark chocolate, hint of coffee, and a higher ABV. Sounds good. Just the Imperial. And then we have Sun King, which is the one that I remember seeing the post on and, like, what me and Allison had decided we were going to participate in until I read that Gugman's thing. Let's go. In addition to being co-host and planning partner for Indiana Statewide Stout Day, Sun King has partnered with South Bend Chocolate Company on Chocolate Peanut Butter Cluster, a stout ale with chocolate, caramel, and peanut. That's not the only stout SKB is ready to pour, though. There are plenty of variants on the classic Shadow Proof Russian Imperial Stout, uh, Horchata Mint Chocolate, Mocha banana and tiramisu. I, I have all those cans. <laughs> I, we just have to make this work. I have them all. Just waiting for you to drink them. Us. I'm not drinking no, them all. Yeah. We are drinking Well, I meant Keith. The sh- yeah, shared Keith, event yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you may also uh, be able to catch some bread truck fuel oatmeal stout or brewer's beach bod. A tropical stout Whoa. with sweet roasty aromas. Tropical stout sounds good. That's it's interesting. Mm, it's interesting. <laughs> I like interesting. Interesting's yeah. my bag. Yeah, I like it. it's not. It's not like super great. I'll drink it, but it, I mean, whatever. it was an experiment. It, oh, some yeah, like it, sure. some not. I like. I would drink it again, but it's definitely not the first thing that I'm going to grab. No. Oh no, it wouldn't be mine either. But it'd be on my flight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you had room, all those shadow proofs going to take up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think you can get that in flight, though. No, I, that might be cans only at this point. Uh, there are other breweries. Uh, I couldn't find any beers, but like Two Toms, Black Dog, Broad Ripple, Brokerage, Chili Water, Creek Bottom, Escape Velocity, Ironwood, Moontown, New Oberfalls, Peoples, Primeval, Terre Haute, uh, Triton, and the Vincennes Brewing, who I've never heard of, but. 
apparently they've all signed up for like the event on Facebook to be participating in this. Cool. I say you did not mention uh, Mad Anthony at least Anthony. promoted it to just come in and try one of our stouts. They didn't do anything special for it, but they did promote yeah. the day. I don't know if any of these guys did anything special. They just yeah wanted to get on the bandwagon and be like, we have stouts too. And as they should. It's an Indiana brewery and they have stouts. Yeah. Fucking let's yeah. go. Promote it. And that's the whole point of the day. All right, let's get to the the two toms. I think. Mm, no, I think it's uh, Keith Spear. The Keith has it two toms as I well. I do. It's not oh, poor. You <laughs> can do that one. Oh, you want to do the Black Acre? Well, I'd prefer Black Acre because that's already halfway gone. Okay. So <laughs> let's do. I it. haven't poured the two toms yet. I have them both in front of me. So whatever one you want to do. <laughs> All right, we'll we'll go ahead and do the uh, the beard tax. Black Acre Brewing. I think that would be best. The other one's not even opened yet. Uh, I think Saf and I, provided by Dustin, so he's not left out of this, because if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't be drinking this. <laughs> he, um, he has had. <laughs> so he can give his insight here soon. Uh, but Saf and I are going to be drinking the Black Acre Beard Tax Bourbon Barrel Cinnamon Roll Beard Tax, coming in at 9.8% ABV and 60 IBUs. And I don't know what that would be on our geek scale. Anybody got that open? Did you say 60? 60, yeah. Yeah, I have it open 60. That one is going to be the, it's uh, either Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip or the level caps for usual MMO games. Mm. Uh, starting off, not including, like the base game, not including expansions are usually level cap 60. Yep. But, uh, so either one, if you want to go Studio 60, that one's good too. Here we go. Uh, Beard Tech's. Uh, they put this out before. I know we've had an episode on them. There's multiple different beer mm-hmm. taxes that have come out. So this is the variant that has cinnamon, cacao, and a bit of orange peel thrown in for this bourbon barrel-aged cinnamon roll. That's an interesting twist. This is the 2021. We got this in August, I think. Yeah, they do uh, an event every year where they release like their barrel-aged version and then like all these different variants with fun flavors thrown in. Yeah. Because of 2020, uh, they've kind of halted the, the party, yeah. but they've been releasing them throughout the year. And so 2020 and 2021 has had like a few releases throughout the year, just not on like a specific day. They did have a day where they released the, uh, the Mandarin orange, and there was like a party for it, but like uh, just kind of hang out at the brewery party, mm-hmm. not like the big event. And you, you, if you bought it like a, like a pass, like a ticket, you got like a this the the Mandarin drink to go, but you also got a free uh, pour of whichever one you wanted. So we did that, and deal. then we also bought the beer on top of it, and then just recently. Um, Allison bought a uh, a pass or something with them because they're trying to, I guess, get rid of some of their beer, extra beer. Uh, and so they're like, "Hey, we got this 2021 cans and bottles and blah blah. blah. Just you know, what do you want to do? Order online and come pick it up." I'm like, oh, "I'm on my way." <laughs> so this is Allison's favorite brewery and her favorite beer beer series. Yeah, they're so, delicious stouts. Absolutely. 
I think this was one of our like one of the beers that we had like a multiple of us give a five, which was one of their variants in 2019 or 2018. It was their uh, old fashioned. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. That's hard to top that one. That was good. Yeah. (laughs) Do we want to look at the can? I think that's next on the list. Yeah, we've we've probably described this label on that Beard Text episode, but it is a very cool label. It's just black and white. There's a bushy beard on there, and there's like surrounded by scissors and dollar sign uh, in plain. You have to pay the beard tax. There's some combs down hidden in there. Um, It's pretty cool. I don't know. And it's kind of got like a Russian font almost. Because it's a Russian imperial stout. What's uh, neat too is that they already give the SRM. They gave a 46. Oh. So we'll see what that (laughs) translates to. On our our scale is a little different than the real scale, I think. The 46 is a Freddy Fedora yeah. that's brownish. I was going to say, looking at the color, then this is not brownish. <laughs> I think most of them go to 50, and I added, I went to 60. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. So I guess in our scale, it would be closer to a 50. If we're like at a 46 out of a 50, and we're going up to 60, so that'll probably put it at like a 50... 152. Yeah, somewhere in there. So, Rod- Roderick's Goggles. I always thought it was Roderick. I thought that was the the one guy from that one Pitch Black movie. Yeah, it is. It's Riddick. Oh. I guess the Chronicles of Riddick, that makes sense. It's not the Chronicles of Roderick. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, it's very dark. And... uh. I'm going to go sniff test it now, but it's I, my glass is super full, so you might have a better time smelling yours. Super sweet. There's definitely a sweet note. You can get those hints of cinnamon. Oh, yeah. After the... It, do, it does kind of straight smell like a straight-up cinnamon roll. After a, a nice swirl that I can get, I know you can't since it's a little full. After a nice mm-hmm. swirl, you definitely get the... I, I don't want to call it a boozy, but there you can tell this pack's a punch. <laughs> yeah. It's like nail polish remover. Yeah. There is the definite <laughs> like alcohol, alcohol smell to it, but that's after a, a hard swirl. But if you just, when I first sniffed my glass after it's sitting here for a while, it's like very sweet, very smooth. The cinnamon, it's a good smell. I think I do get some of that orange peel as well, like a little note of citrus or something. Yeah, there's something to that. You're right, the little tanginess. Mm-hmm. Huh. I like that. I'm going to be sipping on mine for a while. I was going to say, I'm already halfway, so I can tell you what this is like. (laughs) Mm. It sure is delicious. I can tell you that. Oh, my gosh. Definitely cinnamon up front. It lasts throughout. Mm -hmm. And the best thing I think I like about this is that that booziness, it's not there. It's pretty hidden, yeah. (laughs) It's not there. So it makes it very dangerous uh, when drinking this. We like dangerous beers. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, you even get like kind of that that breadiness of the roll in the mm-hmm. flavor mm-hmm. from the malts, I guess. And as sweet as it is, you get that that sticky 
the stickiness. It's almost like a, mm-hmm. a sticky bun, if you will, with the cinnamon rolls. So it's true to that. Yeah, from what I remember, they're spot on. With yeah. Flavor. Yeah. All the variants are pretty. They they nail it with the whatever there is on the label. You can taste it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they stick true to whatever they call it. Going back to the old fashioned, that was a fucking old fashioned. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, they hit it perfectly, and I love the little the tang of the the orange peel. I mean, it doesn't really come through, but it 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 sets it's, something it's there. there. In a, yeah, and yeah, it's just like a little hint, like a like some like someone peeled an orange and like stuck it on top of your your cinnamon buns. It's like why? I mean, it's what they do for old fashions. Why wouldn't you do it for this one? <laughs> All those orange peels laying around. Throw them in. <laughs> <laughs> they grow them themselves. Alrighty. Uh, we have 81 check-ins. Not a whole lot, which is upsetting. But there's 81 rankings. Giving this one a 4.20, which is pretty high. Mm-hmm. Which is wonderful. Um, I have myself and a friend check this one in. The friend being my wife, who is a little biased. Not really. She enjoyed this one quite a bit. She gave it a five. It is her favorite beer style, so I totally understand it. Uh, And I'll just save my check-in for whenever you guys are doing yours. Well, I've been multitasking, and I've already checked this in, so there wasn't much debate on Keith's end. (laughs) I think you all know what that means. Good. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I do, and I'm excited for it. Uh, Harry B. said, a very tasty dark brew, not too spiced or sweet. I don't know what you mean, but it's very cinnamony, so it is spiced. Uh, good balance, nice long finish, four and a half. Uh, Jennifer P., uh, since she didn't have her name on there, it's Periwinkle, Jennifer Periwinkle. Uh, bought for me for wearing USMA gear. Uh, great taste and smooth sipping. She gave it a five. Uh, another five. No words. 425. No words. 450. No words. Holy shit. How does it taste like a cinnamon roll? 4.6. What do you mean, how does it taste like a cinnamon <laughs> roll? They put the things in there to make it taste like a cinnamon <laughs> roll. They add in- ingredients right. to make give it that flavor. Just a lot of chickens. Here's another five. It's exciting. Yeah, I don't see a whole lot of things. And the pictures are pretty just pretty much like boring. <laughs> and any picture that you would find is like people drinking it either at home or at the brewery. There's nothing too exciting about it. It is nice because I can see the, the bar that I go to quite often. And I'm like, I recognize that place. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, here's one. Ah, oh, it's just a King Sue cup. I was like, it's a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> But it's a toppling Goliath glass, which is nice. I can get one of those. If I ever got one, I'd probably gift it to Pale. He does love them. Because of his mom. She is king, too. (laughs) Soupy! (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh. Uh, To round up the check-ins before you guys go, I gave it a five. I thought it was fantastic. And I didn't realize I like cinnamon beer as much as I like cinnamon beer uh, because I even gave that uh, Katrina beer from 
uh, Scarlet Lane a really high rating. And it was like just nothing but brown ale and cinnamon. So, surprise. (laughs) Well, I can go ahead and start us off here for the ones that are currently drinking. Um, With the cinnamon, it does work, but in all the the different cinnamon beers that I've had, it hasn't. The one that comes to mind is the El Cuque or Cuquo or whatever it was from Two Toms that really had that cinnamon in it. And it's like, okay, it's there, you can taste it, but it didn't balance quite right, which is why I didn't give it a perfect rating. But with this one, the cinnamon lasts throughout, definitely getting it. It's still on my in my mouth right now after taking a sip several minutes ago. It sticks with the the sweetness, the stickiness, the true taste to a cinnamon bun. Um after going through all that and the bourbon barrel aged, I mean, I'm already feeling pretty good after just drinking three fourths of this. <laughs> um, the high right. EV, it's just uh, just the hint of bourbon that comes in, and then God knows what the hell that orange peel does, but it blends it all together. I can't find a complaint about this beer, so <clears> with <throat> no complaints about a beer, I have to give it a five, which is very rare in my book. But <laughs> you're right. Oh. That's two for beard tax. And I quickly said in my post, I'm like, they're becoming my favorite for stouts. And I'm just going to give up on everybody else and just go to these guys. <laughs> yeah. Just all you need is beard tax oh. in your life. Yeah. All right. So if you want to hear mine, here's what I said. They nailed it once again. I was racking my brain trying to think of a reason to give this a lower score, but couldn't think of one. This is a five. Hand hold club. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> But Pale would have ruined it, so it's a good thing he's not here. (laughs) Uh, The cinnamon was a little strong for me, and um, I didn't like it. (laughs) I I will say that I did not give Pale one. (laughs) I didn't have enough. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair, because he he did not give the uh, old-fashioned as high of a score as we did. Yeah. And this kind of does remind me of that a little bit with that orange, hint of orange. Right. Mm. Man, that's some tasty, tasty stuff. Do we have stuff. to keep going? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Started out strong. I am kind of jealous. <laughs> yeah, you could have kept these for yourself. I know. Thank you, Dustin. It's, fu- it's, it's fine. No problem. That's what I'm here for. Getting delicious beer. All right. Uh, while you guys are finishing that up, we do have one more beer, right? Do we have one more beer? Yeah, we have the Lost ha- in the Dark. Yeah, Lost in the Dark. Okay. Uh, while you guys finish that up, we do have uh, some facts from, uh, I don't know what website this is, Useless Daily. <laughs> I don't know what website this is. It was one of the first ones to come up. Yeah, so it says 20 facts, but there's only 15 listed. So I'll just say 15 facts <laughs> about the stout. Uh, the word stout usually, or sorry, used to refer to strong beer way back in the 16... 16- Hundreds to seventeen hundreds. These were stronger, full-bodied varieties of porters. What? That's what I mean. I have a porter I can drink for this episode. <laughs> uh, usually called stout porters. Porters originated in London and became extremely popular among porters, which means uh, explains the name. Since its flavors were so strong, it didn't go bad as quickly. Tastes great in the heat and was cheaper than other what? beers. 
Along with porters, stouts were used to describe strong versions of all different types of beers. It still wasn't its own style. In the UK, someone could use it to describe a strong pale ale, a stout pale ale. Weird, right? As time went on, stouts was only used to describe hmm. porters. Interesting. Fascinating. The, the term stout was kind of replaced with imperial, it came, seems like, because it was just like stronger beers were called stouts. And then, yeah. then stouts got it its own category. Yeah, it's like <laughs> higher than 5% and less than 10% or something like that before you yeah. get into the imperial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder if uh, those had uh, facts in that paragraph, and that's why that's they what said yeah, they, those there's five, where they got the other ones. Yeah. Five facts in there. Uh, yeah, let's uh, round robin this okay. thing. Uh, uh, it had number one. It has less calories than beer. I think Dustin mentioned that earlier. I don't know if it was on the record or not, but he so. did say this earlier to at least Keith and I heard it. <laughs> Uh, it's thick and frothy and with an alcohol content of up to 8%. It's understandable why stout is often misunderstood as packing more calories than other types of beer. The truth is a mug of stout can have up to 50 fewer calories than other beers. It's true. I think the, the color throws that off there. Yeah. It's got to be heavy. And they're heavier like on your palate too. Right. So it kind of feels like you're being weighed down just based on the malt content or something, maybe. Yeah. According to researchers from the University of Wisconsin, or Wisconsin, mm-hmm. in the U.S., stout possesses antioxidants not found in other lagers. What's more, it also contains traces of iron. It turns out the high-temperature roasting process that is required to develop the smooth finish of dark malts also fuels the formation of antioxidants. Mm. I'm so strong. I drink stouts all the time. <laughs> Got a stout bod. <laughs> uh, number three fact. What really differentiates a stout from other beer styles is its standout roasted flavor. This flavor comes from roasted barley, which is made by, which is, yeah, made by <laughs> highly kilning barley grain that has not been malted. Interesting. Highly kilning. Highly kilning. Grain. Sorry, indigestion is keeping me from reading. <laughs> Stout is perfect with full-bodied foods. This is a pale's pairing. Foods like steak because they have caramelized and roasted flavors that match perfectly with the char on the meat. Hmm. Fascinating. Number five, another good reason to chug stout with food is that the uh, flavonoids in dark beer can reduce the risk of blood clotting. Mm. That's why I'm so healthy. (laughs) (laughs) Number six, drinking stout with meals can help fight the free radicals that are triggered when the body begins metabolizing food. What the fuck are free radicals? It's a band from like the 90s. I think. <laughs> everything you want, everything you need, everything inside of you that you love me. I said oh all gosh. the right things. I think that's the free radicals. I'm pretty sure that's the free radicals. Uh, <laughs> so drinking stouts fights them. That's awesome. I didn't think yeah, I was going to say twice on this episode, but... <laughs> <laughs> You just you just got the you're in the mood you're doing it. 
after this many beers, I'm going to be singing the rest of the night. <laughs> the first known use of the word stout for beer was documented in uh, 1677, found in the Edgerton Manuscript, the sense being that a stout beer was a strong beer, not a dark beer, hmm. as we mentioned oh. earlier. Uh, number eight, originally the adjective stout meant proud or brave, but later, after the 14th century, it took on the connotation of strong. I thought short and stout was like short and fat, but... Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little teapot, short stout. and stout. <laughs> short, short and, and strong. Short. Yeah. <laughs> oh, English. Uh, the number nine fact, dry Irish stout is probably the one that comes to mind when you think of a stout. Dry Irish stout beers include Guinness, Murphy's, and Beamish. Though many mistakenly believe these beers have a high ABV because of their dark color, they usually are 3.5 to 5.5 to ABV. This allows them to be incredibly drinkable. The dry Irish stout is usually medium-bodied and features the trademark deep black color of a stout. They're also delicious, but they're also missing something. <laughs> they're like a good yeah, base right. form to add all these variants yeah. to, but they're still good. It's a light, easy drink. Number 10. Milk stout, also called sweet stout or cream stout, is a stout containing lactose, a sugar derived from milk. Because lactose cannot be fermented by beer yeast, it adds sweetness, body, and energy to the finished beer. Number 11, milk stout was claimed to be nutritious and was given to nursing mothers along with other stouts, such as Guinness. Nice. Babies raised on Guinness. <laughs> Number 12. I'm, I'm yeah. for it. <laughs> Number 12, milk stout was also claimed to be prescribed by doctors to help nursing mothers increase their milk production. Their classic surviving example of milk stout is Mackinson's. Wow. I'm going to have to try me some Mackinson's. Yeah. <laughs> 13, there's no major difference between a stout and a porter. In fact, a stout is just a stronger porter. Good. I have a chocolate shake in my refrigerator that I can bust mm. out. It's a porter. Number 14, there are eight different types of stouts. And I'm sure I've had all of them except for one. I don't think I've had one of those on there. And... I feel like I'm playing a game where it's like, name five things and tell me which one's a lie. <laughs> right. <laughs> so number one, milk stout. Number two, dry or Irish stout. Number three, oatmeal stout. Number four is a porter. Number five is a chocolate stout. Number five is an oyster stout. Uh, six. One, yeah, two, three, four, five, five, six, oyster five six. twice. Here we go. Uh, six oyster, seven imperial stout and eight Baltic stout. I think pastry stout is also maybe that's like a newer. I think this this was written in like twenty nineteen or twenty eighteen, yeah. so maybe it's newer than that. Pretty sure I've had all those before. I don't think I've ever had an what's oyster, an oyster, oyster stout. I think I have a bottle of it up on my shelf. If you remember, Saf, this is a huge throwback, but I think it was. I want to say, was it your bachelor party where we ended up my house watching the Indy five hundred? Kyle came over and there was a gr we grilled up for a little bit, um, something like that. And I think he brought because he was working for the distributor. I forget what the beer company's called, but I have it up there and it's called an oyster stout. So I know I've heard of it before. I think mm. we've had it, but it was like back when obviously all this was new. Oh. So 
Right. So it wasn't like something yeah. that caught our attention. Oh, I'll see if I can go grab that here in a little bit. Uh, speaking of oysters, number 15 here. Oysters have had a long association with stout. When stouts were emerging in the 18th century, oysters were a commonplace food, often served in public houses and taverns. By the 20th century, oyster beds were in decline, <laughs> and stout had given away to pale ale. The first brewery to use oysters as part of the brewing process of stout was in 1938 by the Hammerton Brewing in London, UK. The brewery was reestablished in 2014 and is once again brewing an oyster stout. Hey, good for them. I would like I'm to try see that. if I can find that real quick. It'll only take 30 seconds. All right. Uh, <laughs> while you do that, we'll introduce our next beer. The third beer on our lineup is, I guess, Dustin, you could take this one because I think I already introduced the first beer. Yeah, it's fair. We got ourselves the Two Toms L-I-T-D, which is Lost in the Dark. It's like the series that they have of uh, stouts and specialty stouts. Mm -hmm. uh, and this variant we have is the Chocolate Peanut Butter. And we have 9.5% ABV and nothing on the IBU, so no geek reference. Um, and all we have here is Lost in the Dark Imperial Milked Out with cacao nibs and the peanut butter. Nothing too fancy at all. Okay. Uh, and if I saw correctly, I saw that Keith found the bottle of oyster stout. Yeah, it was from Flying Dog. Yeah. I remember that brewery vaguely. Pearl Necklace. It's called Oyster Stout. You're right, from Flying Dog. So it's only 5.5%. So it wasn't very strong. But this has got to be like one of the first stouts I know we had back in the day. Yeah. Does it have any description or like information about oyster stouts on there? Flying dog. Are they still in business? <laughs> I don't know. That's why I'm like, I vaguely remember that name, but I haven't seen it in years. It's oysters, but no, no, no description, unfortunately. Yeah. We'll probably find them on Untapped and see. <laughs> they are still in business. Yeah. Founded in 1990. And as of 2017, they were the 28th largest craft brewery in the United States. Wow. Out of Maryland. Maryland. Damn. That's right. I knew it was an East Coast somewhere. I was thinking Virginia, but that's um, dog fish head or whatever. Mm -hmm. Whatever the hell that one Yeah, is. the dog fish head. All right. So this one we have uh, from Two Toms, uh, from one of our favorite breweries. Uh, and did you guys, you saw the announcement on the, the Instagram? Mm -hmm. So I did tell him that I wouldn't, yeah, no, I did tell him that we weren't going to talk about it until he, he made the official announcement and he did. And it's down the road from my fucking house. I'm so excited. <laughs> so cool. They are opening up uh, a location in Indianapolis. So I held on to that secret since, <laughs> uh, I don't know, like two, two months, months or yeah. three months. Yeah. So, uh, it, it, it's not like it was a secret. He just he's like we we checked the place out. Nothing was set in stone right, yet. Right. I was like it, it wasn't official, so there's no yeah, reason to announce I, anything. Right, exactly. But now that it's official, let's fucking go. I'm excited. I'm ready. The yeah, the redemption place that was there was great. It's a cool looking place. I like their bar. It was like a big circle. It's already set up and ready to go. Just needed somebody to fill that space, which is exciting. Uh, which is also exciting. This can is very dark. 
Uh, it's very, I don't know, I want to say it's very similar to what they always have. It's, the Lost in the Dark. Uh, their original label for Lost in the Dark had like the woods in the background, but it still had the L-I-T-D that you could kind of make out through the fog. This yeah. one looks like right. it's an open field and you got some guy's hand <laughs> coming up. Poking up through the leaves yeah. or something. Lost in the forest yeah. of some sort, yeah. You can still see the L-I-T-D. It does look like you're in the forest looking out to the field, right? And you just have, like, that last layer of trees before you get to the fields. And then ar- making it- around that, you have, like, someone in, like, an insane asylum or something that's scrawled L-I-T-D on a wall mm-hmm. over yeah. and over again. Or, like, those, like, uh, weird uh, movies where they have you know, writing show up on somebody's skin. Right. It's like scratch <laughs> like into your skin. skin. Yeah. I wrote this out with a knife or a razor blade. That's why it doesn't look nice. <laughs> then you got like a spookier font that says the name of the beer and the chocolate peanut butter stout on the side. Pretty cool. Uh, nothing on the can to read though. So it's pretty disappointing that untapped didn't really have much. And then the can doesn't really have much. It was in collaboration with Indie Brewdog, I think. And uh, we weren't going to do it on the show because there's a lot of controversy around that brewery. And we're not huge fans of Brewdog. And like right. they're kind of seemed like a shittily run uh, establishment. But uh, we do like Two Toms enough that we figured we'd throw it here on the end of this episode at least. Right. And unfortunately, I think we bought, uh, I mean, we bought this before we knew collab, you know, yeah. we, we, it's almost automatic when we purchase things from two times, yep. right? We just go, yeah, we trust them. beer, chocolate, <laughs> peanut butter, sold stout. Yep. Okay. I'll take them. We all. like the lost in the dark beer on its own. Absolutely. Yeah, for yeah. sure. This is actually one my dad brought me. So he had no idea. Yeah. Of, like, I yeah. wasn't going to buy it on my own, but he brought it to me. I was like, oh, yeah, hell yeah, I'll drink it. But I wasn't going to go buy it. I forgot about that because I wondered right. how you guys got it. I'm like, how did they get it? Because I bought it. And then we realized, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you pre-ordered it. And it, yeah. like, it didn't say it was a collab. never even announced. Yeah. yeah, it was a collab. They never even put it on Instagram or anything. So maybe he was uh, not wanting to put that out there as much. But right. anyways, we have it now and we're going to drink it. Yeah. It smells wonderful. Mm. Yeah. The color of the beer is black. So, I mean, looks yeah. exactly like the rest of our beers. Not much to go <laughs> on. <laughs> Not much change there. Shocking. It's very sweet on the nose. It also has like a roasty, nutty yeah, You definitely smell. get the peanut butter. Nutty. Yeah. You can smell the peanut butter and peanuts in general. Roasted nuts. Yeah. A little bit of chocolate just from the stout. Yeah. It's a little bit, yeah. I can t- I can smell the roastiness more so in this one than I could the previous beer that we had. I do not get that planty smell, but I mm-hmm. definitely get that roasty, nutted like flavor or smell to the nose, almost, almost like a like a coffee roast type of like yeah. smell. Yeah, I get a little bit of hint of jiff. Yeah, I was thinking Peter Pan, but. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they matter. They all taste the same to me. Jif Jif has more of a burnt flavor to than 
than at least Skippy, because Skippy is what I usually use. All right, I'm going to go ahead and drink some of this. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's definitely a burn from the alcohol. The higher ABVs are not masked at all in this one. But it's not awful. <laughs> I feel like I'm breathing fire. Kinda, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, and also it's nice and warm because it's been sitting here for an hour. Ooh, yeah, yeah. this is warm. Ugh. Yeah, about two hours for me. So I, I cracked it open. I, I poured it. I grabbed it like in pre-hopes to get this right to the show as warm as possible. And we're an hour in. So, yeah, it's been quite a bit. I will say that I'm starting to alleviate myself into the, the t- I wouldn't say tipsy phase. But the, the, <laughs> You're the feeling, feeling good, good yeah, stage. Yeah, yeah. You're getting there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm definitely feeling after the first beer and Ugh. half of the beard tax. And then now half of the two toms. Yeah. <laughs> and I still have that 15 percenter um, that I wanted to go grab. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Dangerous. Maybe yeah. stick to the porter. Oh, yeah, the chocolate <laughs> cake. Yeah, I might do that one, too. Actually, I think this might have been a little bit better when it was colder. I think so, too. Now I think it has crossed over to a too warm. Yeah, I did. I do remember having this one. Um, we When we went to – it was after the, like the party that we had for Thanksgiving. Uh, we went to Two Toms and – they ended up getting all of the cereal beers on tap, and then I had a couple extra to fill, and I was like, give me the Lost in the Dark. Yeah. I didn't realize it was this one. I just said, give me the Lost in the Dark. And I had it fresh, and I thought it was fantastic. Don't remember what I rated it. We'll find out when we get to that part. Or if you did. Yeah, you know what? I don't know if yeah, I did. I don't know if I did either. But Nope. But I can totally see what you mean, like, way past the the... The seller temp, right? Yeah, um, I, and it's I, not awful. I like my uh, Reese's peanut butter cups like out of the freezer, so I like them cold. So this being on the yeah you know, more room temperature side is not preferable for me, but it still is very tasty. I definitely get all the chocolates and the peanut butters and all the flavors that it's supposed to have. So it is good. I just uh, I liked it more when I opened it rather than right. Now that it's sitting well, here for a while. That's because you have an association though, right? Yeah. You that. you know, like for me, when we had the, the Southern Tears mint chocolate, mm-hmm. fresh cold for me was great because yeah. I like yes. my frozen mints yeah. or yes. thin mints great. in the freezer. Thin right? mints so, in the freezer are so good. Yeah. So I totally understand like the likeness. If, you, if yeah, you're yeah. used to something and it's a little bit of a change for you, you know, do you hate eating uh, Reese's cups when you buy them at the store and you walk out and just eat them? No, but they're better frozen, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's what I, I say for like me. It. it tastes, I don't want to, not so much peanut butter. I'm getting more like a handful of just roasted nuts, like peanuts in general is what I'm getting yeah, with it yeah. warm up nuts. instead of, you know, <laughs> yeah. the, because peanut butter mm-hmm. is, you know, refined with sugar. It's got all that in yeah, with yeah, it yeah. too. The warmer this gets, I just feel like I'm opening up a can of planters roasted nuts right next to me and just taking Agreed. a handful is what it kind of feels like and a little bit with a mouthfeel too. So I think if it was a little bit colder, you'd get more of the refined chocolate and more of that sweetness perhaps. But this one doesn't seem to be as sweet 
when it's as warm because the peanuts dominate too much. Right. Luckily, we've all tried it mm-hmm. both ways now. So, I mean, it, it, this is just a more interesting review this way, having right. uh, tried it both ways. For sure. Um, there's been 124 people check this thing in. Uh this one doesn't quite have the renowned glory that I, I would think that variations of stouts would have, uh, but it is at 3.86. Uh, my wife checked this in at 325, and she likes stouts. Uh, she checked it in twice, I think one there and then one out of a can. Nope, same check-in. Maybe she just checked it in twice. I don't know. Maybe she updated. It was like, this is actually bad. Let me fix this. <laughs> uh, but judging by. Oh, <laughs> I was like, this person said, I think I need a new glass. and gave it a four. It's like, why? What's wrong with it? I saw yeah, that. I it's like paint is <laughs> falling off. Yeah. I really like this Josh L. Oh, my gosh. Glass. <laughs> the day man and the yes. night man from <laughs> always. <laughs> his glass and his comment. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, he gave it a bad review, but he said, really weird taste. Not sure if it's a bad can, but tastes like stale cigarettes. And he only gave it a half. I wouldn't even rate it at that point. Jesus. Yeah. If you think you had a bad can, there's no reason to knock it. Like ruin the overall average. Yeah. Go to the brewery and drink it out of the tap. And if you still dislike it, then you say, you know what? This wasn't for I me. I can see what he's getting at, though. <laughs> not saying I taste it, but I I can see where he's coming from. If it's been mm-hmm. that bad, because I've I've been to liquor stores before, and I see a beer that I really like, and it's on the bottom shelf. I go down and grab it. It's from three years ago. It's An covered dust in dust on it. Like what the hell? <laughs> Fucking liquor stores ruining Indiana. You gotta change the shit out every yeah. now and then. Right. Uh, Logan H, this one is pretty good. He got a lot of badges on this check-in, so shout out to Logan H. Uh, may have warmed up a little bit, a little much before trying. Suppose there's a downside to healthy taster pours. I don't really know what that means, healthy taster pours. I think his got too warm, too, because he drank too many beer. (laughs) Like, his beers were too full, and it took him a while to get to it. um, yeah. Oh, I see. Full I pours. see. Healthy taster Healthy pours. Healthy full. He yeah. got full pours when mm-hmm. he did the... Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I got it now. Now that I was thinking about what at two... What two Toms is very good at. <laughs> you order a half a beer and they give you at least, at least three quarters. <laughs> most of the time, full. That Them and Gugman's. I'll fucking yeah. tell you what. They're my favorite place because they'll still fill that bitch up. <laughs> oh, I, I, I overfilled it. Here. I messed up. Here you go. <laughs> Here, drink this. And I'll yeah, give you he, another beer. Right. He gave this a three and a half. Sorry, this um this these stats are getting to my head. I couldn't read that properly. <laughs> like, What's that mean? You didn't even have a beard to text with us. I know. I've I also had a couple drinks prior. That makes sense. Yeah. Um in yeah, I don't really typical see Duke a whole fashion. Lot. In the Duke fashion. <laughs> <laughs> I had a couple Manhattan. Uh, I had a bad straight up. Yeah, it was delicious. Uh, Mike S. Here we go. Here's one. Uh, peanut butter heavy boutique and body with some sweet chocolate. That sounds like a positive check in. He gave it a two seventy five. Mike S. 
Yeah. Your dad raised this. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's too wordy. It would probably just be sucks <laughs> and not, <laughs> not bush light or whatever your dad drinks. Yeah. Bud light. A bunch, like, snore, is... a, a bunch of snore, a bunch of Z's, because he was always asleep when you walked in my house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can imagine him saying, oh, "What it, is this?" Either shit? asleep watching TV <laughs> or he's upstairs. Those were, I think, the three phrases I got out of your dad. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he, he wouldn't even see you come in, or he's like, yeah. "Oh, he's upstairs." <laughs> uh, I only well, the reason I ask because I'm also looking at a Mike S, and he gave it a four point two five, but didn't say anything. So I was like, "Wait." Your mic S gave it a shitty score, but my mic S gave it a yeah pretty good score. Uh, my mic S is wearing he's bald, he's got a Hawaiian shirt on, and he's got glasses. Oh, this guy is wearing sunglasses, but he's standing behind like a monk. Oh, uh, there's different mic S. <laughs> there's more than one mic S in the world. <laughs> oh Jesus! There's a lot apparently. Yeah, your dad and your brother. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's who those two people are. <laughs> uh, Stout B, uh, excuse me, sorry. Stout B said roasted peanuts and then did a peanut emoji. Mild chocolate, no chocolate emoji, you fucking failure. <laughs> um, not getting much sweetness, but I'm cool with that. Three and a half. Oh, I should probably check it in while you read all that. I'm already working on yeah. that. It's okay. You guys yeah. keep doing what you do. I was just laying out all the chickens I was reading. I forgot that I had to do this. Yeah, Doug S. Uh, he gave it a four and a half. He said amazing, bitter, but slightly sweet, unique taste, different, differ, sorry, differ tea. Differ tea, probably different. But very good. Love the peanut butter aftertaste, but heavy on the coffee. Four and a half. Pretty much like what I said. However, I didn't say but. Like the, the coffee flavor is good. But it's like a coffee, roasty, peanut buttery flavor, which is good. Uh, Mario B. Soft chocolate flavors, but very light on the peanut butter side. But smooth and creamy. So different opinions here. Mario gave it a 375, and he thought that it was very light on the peanut butter flavor, whereas uh, my boy Doug S. said he loved the peanut butter aftertaste. So I don't know. I guess it really just depends on what we thought of the beer when we checked this. Different out. temperatures, I have a feeling. Different pours. Yeah, I, that's definitely what I was going to go with because it was much sweeter when I first opened it, and the longer it sits here, it gets more bitter. Dustin, you checked yours in? Yeah, I did. Oh. Uh, I'm just going to keep my check-in. I did this November 14th, which was the day that after like that Thanksgiving thing that I did. Um, fresh from the tap, still cold. I gave it a four. I will tell you that normally stouts get better when they warm up. They normally don't have a window. Yeah. This one had a window, and it was very weird. I'm not saying I hated it, but outside of that window, it's just it's getting increasingly bad. But up until that point, like I was drinking, I literally was drinking this before we started the episode, and then while I was, you know, while you were drinking your 
Beertex. Beertex. I was drinking this, and I was like, I should probably slow down. So I switched back to the Terre Haute one. And, and now here I am. So I've had, I guess I had like three stages mm-hmm. of this one. And it's weird. It's, I don't know if I, I, I don't know if I like it or not. The fact <laughs> that it has a window, like I don't, I don't get it. Usually they don't sit around this long. They're gone before it right. gets to this point. So it's a nice science experiment, yeah. I guess. Right. But in the spirit of having it on tap and a little bit of warmth, I give it a four. It, very great peanut butter flavory taste, a little bit of a chocolatey flavor to it. I do like like chocolate peanut butter combinations, like Reese's, or if you make like a like a Nutella and peanut butter sandwich, or you know things like that. Uh, a big fan of that. the The only downside is that window, mm-hmm. and of course, you're not going to have a beer out for two hours and expect it to still be good. <laughs> very true, um, but st- unless it's a stout, stout you yeah, can l- usually unless it's a stout, yeah, especially you, a nine point or nine point eight percent or whatever the hell this was, like right. you would expect it to nine point five percent. You would expect like this could get warm and it wouldn't hurt it at all. It actually right. improve it, but not yeah, so which much. is why, which is why like I was very con- very confused as to why it had a window. So um, definitely going to knock it for that because for the most part, I, the beers don't last like more than an hour for me, even when they're stouts. So this will always be in that range of great mm-hmm. taste for me. So I'll just keep it at what I checked in out of four. I will go next. I also gave this one a four. Uh, I did have this one fresh because I did have a four pack. So I had a couple of these. And I remember it was, I forget what video game I was playing back when I bought this, but I'd pour it. Breath of the Wild. Probably Breath of the Wild, yeah. I'd pour it. It sat. <laughs> Judging by the amount of hours you put into it. <laughs> it sat next to me. So I'd come to a pausing or I'm running across the field in Breath of the Wild. I could reach over and grab it. So definitely within the hour, I would have had it finished. So this is the first time that I've had it warm. And just that nuttiness is just like way too overpowering a little bit right now. But overall, if I go back to rank it as when I originally had it, I a solid four. I mean, there's not much to really stand out to it. Um, you get the little sweetness and a little bit hint of the peanut butter, but it's not as prevalent. I am getting the base form of the Lost in the Dark. I remember having that at Two Toms mm-hmm. as going there as often as I have. I, I can get that base form, but it's like this stuff is just slightly added in as the warmer it gets. So... It, it didn't change the culture of it too much, but it was just enough there to get the sweetness and the nuttiness. So it's just a solid four. I mean, it, it's still a great beer. Don't get me wrong, but nothing too spectacular. Yeah. It was a 4.25 for me initially when it was cold and it has dropped down and I checked it in at a four. I knocked it down a little bit because of the warmness and just like the lot, like how it dropped off a little bit. Plus I wanted to take it down a peg just because it is a brew dog collaboration. I feel like it didn't deserve <laughs> to be up above a four, but four is still a decent score. Uh, it's definitely above the average, which is 3.86 as we said. So uh, I, it, it's good. I would recommend it. Drink cold, drink it quickly. Uh, don't let it get warm. Cause then it gets a little bitter and stale tasting, but, um, as long as you drink it fast, it's it'll be a, like a nice little dessert Reese's cup beer. Mm-hmm. Stouts, love them. <laughs> and we had a 
variety of them today with different flavors, different one barrel age, one not. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody listening has had a stout before, but if you haven't, <laughs> I mean, you can find a stout that you like. There's so many variants. See, there's one thing about like hazy IPAs and IPAs, but you can only get so creative with that. With stouts, mm-hmm. I think the possibilities are endless. Because I see we talked about a bunch of raspberries being released today. Well, what about strawberry? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, somebody give yeah. me a strawberry bourbon barrel aged. I'll give you a six out of five um, on all the rankings. <laughs> I'm like, a surprise. Summit City wasn't on that list because they love their stouts. They they do like on on their anniversaries. They do like ten different heavy. Yeah, stout they do the releases. the kilned by death, which is so good. Um, they had a couple recently that they just put out, but I think the snowstorm kind of messed up a little bit of their process. Mm, So I definitely need to get back out there. They had a couple of bourbon barrel aged ones. I think that they tried or that they put in, but got to get some cans of their stuff so we can review them. I think we've had one beer on the show in all of our years. They just recently, (laughs) Keith had a couple. Yeah. But it's just like him, because right. he's right there. Yeah, you can get a crowler of them, you know. But to to piggyback off your thing, why can't we get a chocolate covered strawberry? I know, right? Why is that, <laughs> why is that not come up? Yeah, we got strawberry coffee with the I, the Summit City with my amber ale, the toast and jam. I'm like, oh, you just throw a stout in that. I love the when the amber, but mm, it'd be like perfection for me. Yeah, I like the seasons don't line up. Oranges are in season during the winter, like citrus fruits are. So it makes sense to team them up with stouts more. Yeah. But then raspberries aren't in season either. So why are those exactly <laughs> in there? <laughs> I'll fucking take a chocolate covered orange. I don't care. Yeah, yeah we've done that. The orange ones are good, but yeah. Uh, blueberry, blueberry stouts. Yeah, fantastic. Had a couple of those that were nice. It's a lot of bananas so, too. So where's, where's the strawberry? Oh yeah, yeah. Where's <laughs> the strawberry? I'm just yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Coconut. Oh geez, there's plenty of coconuts plenty of out there. Yeah, give us a strawberry. We just have to make our own. Yep. <laughs> the drinking geek out chocolate covered strawberry coffee stout. Exactly. Perfect. Big fan. Already. It's not even made yet. <laughs> <laughs> Look for it in the nowhere future. <laughs> yeah. We'll let you know. <laughs> the Stroll in Geek Style. <laughs> Stroll in Geek Style. Let's roll. <laughs> All right. That'll do it for our indiana statewide stout day episode. Yeah, enjoy your stouts wherever you're drinking. Check out these breweries all throughout Indiana. Definitely support local. Check out all these different varieties, flavors. I guarantee you will find one that you love. For sure. If if anybody is listening and it is the actual day, Stout Day, you know, tag us. Let us know what you're drinking. Tell us what we need to oh, check yeah. out. Uh, and we'll definitely try to grab it and throw it on the show. For sure. Looking forward to that. All right. Until next time. Drink up. Drink, Drink up, geek up, and geek out, stouts, geek out, and geek stouts, and drink stouts, drink stouts, and geek out.